It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast coming to you today on just another Marquesas Monday. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask Tom my best friend, Thomas cold. Powell. Ooh, if you didn't, you'd watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's your cold healing? Uh, it's okay. I just, if I cough a little bit, I'll try and cough off mic. Please do. Yeah, we, we can't afford cough buttons. Nobody subscribes to our Patreon. Yeah, it's $100 a month level. We, we will install a cough button. If you want us to use a cough button, if you want us to use a cough button, you, you might, might be, redneck. be a redneck. <laughs> yep. That's what we're saying you here. You got a cough button when you're recording a podcast? You might be a redneck. <laughs> Rednecks hate uh, Flynn. It would be fun to do like that routine, but like you might be a podcaster where it's like if you go to cough and instead of covering your mouth, you hit a button to mute the audio. You might be a podcaster. If you spend more time listening to a conversation back between you and your friend and edit out all the coughs so it's uh, listenable, you might be a podcaster. (laughs) Where's everyone going? <laughs> this is funny. It's relatable. It's Everybody's yeah, got yeah. a podcast these days. I'm canceled just because I'm doing all my podcaster material. <laughs> Yet another canceled College podcast. kids these days, they just can't, they can't take edgy humor. Well, I think they're just jealous that nobody's listening to their podcast. Unlike this podcast, the only Survivor podcast. And we're currently talking about... Survivor Panama Exile Island. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Panama last night? Jake, I did. Speaking of uh, Panama, the the song that just played, um, I was going to pick up... uh, some lunch that I ordered last week down over by Rosa Park Circle in Grand Rapids. Maybe you've heard of it. Hmm. And uh, yeah, when I got my Thai food and came out, um, just Panama was just playing out of the at Rosa Park Circle. They were just playing music. And I was like, hey, yeah, they heard um, that we're doing that season. That's nice of them. (laughs) The uh, okay. Um, I I got frustrated with her favorite website, reddit.com. Um, my favorite thing about Rosa Parks Circle in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, is that there's a statue of Rosa Parks, you know, famous for sitting down on the bus. There's a statue of her standing up next to a bus seat. Yeah, come on now. You know, they tried. Um, I'm trying to uh, up, uh, update. Um, what am I not update? Scroll through Reddit. And it's not working. So I'll just say this to you, Thomas. This week's episode, the first one we watched anyway, was called Salvation and Desertion. What do you think of that episode title? That sounds like a uh, lost title. It does, doesn't it? I've noticed they've been doing a lot of blank and blank this season, which I don't hate. It's a, I think it's a good gimmick for a Tits title. and ass. That's one of the ones that they're going to do. Yeah, TNA wrestling. Dick and balls. Something for the <laughs> ladies, too. Or men. Oh yeah. Hey, if you're into, hey, if you're into that. Yeah, you, you know, know what? 
that's I'm I'm sorry that I that I used a, a gender binary for that. Just wanted to include a little bit of everything for everybody there. I think that yeah. they were just trying to be all inclusive. You know, just a, just bu- an open buffet. <laughs> I want a Survivor episode in Survivor 44 to be called Dick and Balls and Tits and Ass and whatever else. Butthole. And butthole. <laughs> Tits and ass and dicks all and balls the fix-ins. and butthole. That's what he means when he says all the fix-ins. We finally figured it out. Um, okay, so this episode first aired March 9th, 2006. How old would you have been March 9th, 2006, Thomas Powell? I would have been 14 years young. Young, okay. I would have also been 14 years young. Thank you. You never ask me how old I am. But That's my favorite uh, killer young. song, When You Were 14 Years Young. That's a, that's a weird... That's a weird song to write. Like, what are you, a 80s ballad uh, talking about 17-year-olds, but in yours, there's 14? Yeah. He doesn't look a thing like 14-year-old Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How many viewers do you think this episode received? Remember last I'm week? I'm going to keep it, it on branded. I'm going to say 14 million. I think everybody hated with the last one that they watched. Uh, well... You, I think you might be waiting, thinking of the episode two weeks ago. Last week's episode actually received 16.08 million. Remember, they rebounded. Yeah, well, I'm saying that they went back. Oh, well, they did go back, but not quite as far, uh, like, much like Jack. Uh, but they went back <laughs> they, to... They had to go back. Uh, I'm going to say 15.5 million then. 15.33 million. Okay. Um, I've been watching a lot of Prices Right this week. Um uh, so if you were on Price is Right, you would, uh, the price would not be right, is what I'm saying. You're how's uh, how's Drew Carey doing with that? He's still right. hosting, right? He is still hosting. He's been hosting for 15, 16 years now at this point. Yeah, it's been he a while. He started in 2007. Did you know that? Crazy. It feels like it was just yesterday. So it wasn't I that mean, long after this episode aired then. It was like a year after that. Too true. Uh, we start off on the Kasaya tribe, and Shane talks about how they made the wrong decision while everyone is trying to sleep and wants to go into the merge as a lone wolf. They just have to let him take his son's name back. They just have to let him take his son's name back. I do like this that he's so requ- silly. I think it is silly, but also I think it's kind of sweet that he's like, I, I need to like, I did swear on my son's life. So like, if you can just give me permission to leave, that would be, that would be nice. Otherwise I can't. Did he think that these people were going to murder their, his son after the show? No, I think it was more just like a principle of the thing. He's like, yeah, I went out yeah, of the way okay. to do it. So. Yeah, uh, you, that's the one thing we can say about Shane: principled and logical. Yes, correct. <laughs> that should be the new. You the know what? Episode. He's consistent about you know the severity he puts of swearing on his son's life. He does take it seriously. True. That is true. Uh, the next morning, Sari told Courtney everything that happened. So now Courtney wants to take out Shane. I mean, I don't know what took so long. <laughs> yeah, that's. That whole tribe, man, except for Sari, makes no sense. It is excessively dramatic. <laughs> and then we go over to Lamina, and it's Dan enjoying the peace and quiet. They're all just, <laughs> like, hanging out, and then, yeah, Dan tells everybody he was an astronaut. Yeah. Uh, Sally recognizes the boys' club. They collect minnows to eat. And then, yeah, Dan tells Nick, 
and everybody else that he's been to space. But he didn't want to say anything because he didn't want to be known as the astronaut guy. Yeah, he was saying he was da- his name was actually Dan Hawkins and that he was a landscaper, not an astronaut. <laughs> I'm a landscaper from uh, uh, Mars. Yeah. A landscaper I mean, for NASA. I mean Earth. Over on Kasaya, Shane approaches Courtney and Danielle to take his son's name back, and Danielle tells him to stop lashing out at people, and then Shane says, I haven't lashed out at you in days, and Courtney responds, you were incredibly disrespectful to me yesterday. The dynamic between Shane and Courtney is endlessly entertaining. It's, yeah, it really is just like, two... very irritating people in different ways. Like Shane is mm-hmm. definitely more in the wrong, but, but uh, Courtney handles it in the worst way possible at all times. Yeah. Uh, like we've said many times before, Sari handles Shane perfectly and that she doesn't get involved as much as possible. Yeah. Just don't like talk to him if you can help it, especially if he's in yeah. a mood, just like leave him alone. Yeah. To share zone. If, if something yeah. sucks, just leave. You can leave. Hit the, hit the bricks. Yeah. RS wants out of the alliance because of Shane now. What a surprise. But here's the thing. Shane makes great TV. <laughs> he really does. We got some very I, good TV out of him these two episodes. I am sure the uh producers were ecstatic when they got him on the show because he has been just a, a well of entertainment for me. Yeah, he is uh, just a big old mess unraveling in real time. And that's what I want to watch in reality TV. I love messes. Oh, and Thomas, wait till a later segment. Talk about messes. Uh, at the reward slash immunity challenge, they have to collect big puzzle pieces and solve a spinning puzzle. Yeah, there you go. Big yeah. puzzle. Good stuff right there. Uh, the winners get to bring toys to kids and also get a barbecue with the villagers. And maybe barter the, for some cigarettes. And maybe even they get to barter for some cigarettes. Uh, the person going to exile will not attend a tribal council. Uh, you know what that means. What does that mean? It means the tribal merge is coming soon. Ksai wins and they send Sally to exile. Because uh, of feminism, uh, win for feminism. I think we can say here. That's right. This was this was a groundbreaking moment. The glass ceiling was broken. <laughs> uh, at Exile Island, Sally is happy to be there. That's the only note from Exile. Um, the end, and that's the end of the show. At the reward, they give the kids the toys and eat. Sari says it's really nice to be around people who aren't these people. I laughed so hard <laughs> at that comment. Thank God. Literally <laughs> anyone really else. That chicken looks like, fucking good, too. Right? I feel like Sari would be so much happier on Lamina. Absolutely. Like a bunch of chill people hanging out, talking about going to space and like, Occasionally going fishing. She might have been more uh, at risk there, though. Like, that's that's the one uh, issue is, like, she true. maybe would have gotten voted out by the chill people as opposed to, you know, keeping it together with the weirdos. Uh, yes. And then Shane trades his clothes for a cigarette. 
and afterwards apologizes to Danielle. So actually, cigarettes are good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen someone enjoy a cigarette more than he did there. Right. I could not. Be- I mean, he 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 talked about it, but like how effective that cigarette was. Oh, yeah. It made me want to light up a cigarette. Yeah, I was like, this this must be good stuff. I did actually, I bummed a cig at uh, a, uh, I w- went out to, did some did some dancing at a uh, a bar for uh, this little event called Soul Club that they have in Grand Rapids. They play like funk and, and disco music, and uh, it's very fun. But uh, one of my friends uh, usually has cigs when we're out at the bar, and specifically is always like, hey, you want one? And I'm always like, yes, I would like one. So let me tell you, I I don't know because I'm not actually, you know, I don't, I'm not a regular smoker. I don't know what that release feels like, but if you're drunk, cigarettes hidden. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a cigarette in years, but uh, I think in my early twenties uh, and when I would, you know, party more and we would just like go out to somebody's porch and there would be people smoking and be like you know what actually yeah, could go for I've one had of those right now three to eight beverages in the last few hours let me uh get one of those and it's always nice we're this is a pro cigarette podcast yeah we're pro cigarette in moderation cigarettes in moderation don't yeah. buy them let other people buy them and then you can bum one that's the that's the secret that they don't tell you about cigarettes yeah. Uh, you know what my favorite cigarette is, actually? What's that? A jazz cigarette. Mm. That was my impression of jazz. It sounded more like the um, Dueling Banjos intro. <laughs> I think it might have been. Yeah, What's those, jazz those like? hillbillies <laughs> are always smoking weed. Yeah, hillbillies are always growing. If yeah, you have like weed the jazz in your backyard, be like, you might be a redneck. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, take five and all that. Uh, Vince Guaraldi and all that. Uh, yes, the best Christmas music. Vince Guaraldi trio. Vince Garidi. No, because that just makes him sound like he's a great person. Yeah, then we're talking about Vince McMahon here. Ho! Ho, ho, ho! We are, because the Royal Rumble's coming up and he's back. What if, okay, so you know everybody's expecting The Rock to show up at Royal Rumble. Uh, what if actually, and maybe even Stone Cold Steve Austin, because it's 2000, what if the number, what if neither of them come out and the number 30 person is fucking Vince McMahon? Man, that sounds terrible. It's Vince McMahon, yeah, 29 is Hulk Hogan and 30 is Vince McMahon. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. What what a nightmare. Velveteen Dream comes back. All of the worst people come back to the company. <laughs> Danny Masterson is in at 25. <laughs> yeah. Who's King, that's Danny Masterson. <laughs> you missed him on that 90s show, but here he is. <laughs> yeah, he had time because he wasn't shooting that 90s show. He got fired from Netflix. Is he is he in prison right now or is he like awaiting? Because he, he got convicted. I don't right? actually know. I think he got... Um, just canceled, you know, like all the I, best dudes I are. think that there were like actual criminal charges filed against him. Oh, for sure. Uh, the unexpected way that 90s show handled Danny Masters' absence. They just didn't oh, address it. he is currently it. on trial. Okay, good for him. Or good for society, I don't know. But now I want to read about how they addressed it because they genuinely didn't say anything about this man. Gone and certainly forgotten. 
That 90s show, the new Netflix That 70s Show sequel series, brings back a bunch of familiar faces to point place, uh, all reprising their cameo roles. Uh, but one actor is noticeably absent, Danny Masterson, who played Stephen Hyde, Eric Foreman's best friend on all late seasons. Uh, but <laughs> lately, he's been otherwise occupied in court. Uh, and we don't need to read the rest of the details nope. on this. No, thank um, you. But, uh, so here we go. Had to read through like eight paragraphs of horrible shit. But, uh, so how does that 90s show address the character's omission? Well, simply put, it doesn't. So I didn't need to click on this leak. I already told you that. I watched yep. the entire season. It's He's good. gone but then, then now, and forever. Yeah. Just like Vince McMahon. Just kidding. Uh, so the cigarettes are good. We love cigarettes. Bruce puts on a martial arts demonstration for the villagers and everybody loves it. We love Bruce. Um, if you had to choose, okay. Okay. You can only choose one. The other is coming to kill you. Cigarettes and martial arts. Which are you choosing? I'm probably going to choose martial arts because it would be a lot harder for cigarettes to kill me. Yeah, you could just not smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I could just not smoke yeah. them. Yeah, but what if you're a cool cigarette guy uh, and you can guarantee that they won't kill you because you already made a deal with this cool genie that you would be killed by martial arts. You just have to avoid martial artists. <laughs> I don't know, man. How hard is that? I have, there are you martial artists in, in my family, so this seems like uh, what? I can't go to family Christmas anymore because oh, some of my uncles yeah. know how to do uh, kung fu. Oh, that's cool. Sometimes I'll... Um, Actually, my dad took Kung Fu for a while, too, so I couldn't even hang out oh, with my dad shit. anymore. And he, he's your friend. Yeah, he's my friend, my dad. <laughs> it would kill me if I couldn't hang out with my friend, my dad. So you're picking Kung Fu over cigarettes. Fine. Yeah, Every that's time. fine. That's fine. Um, I'm going to choose soccer, actually. I know that wasn't on the table, but the next note is about soccer and how the villagers and castaways were playing soccer, and it looked really fun. I miss Castaways soccer. and soccer, you know, what that makes me think of, even though it's a different Please. ball, uh, Wilson. <laughs> Wilson's a volleyball, but I, I didn't immediately remember that, so. If you put your bloody handprint on Wilson the volleyball, you might be a castaway. <laughs> Classic. So over on Lamina, they complain about losing. Tell me about it. Austin and Terry consider voting out Dan, and Dan thinks it's going to be a tie. That seemed like wishful thinking. As soon as Dan revealed he was an astronaut, I knew that motherfucker was gone. Yeah, you've already been to space. What do you need a million dollars for? Yeah, you. Oh, this guy had dinner with uh, Neil Armstrong. Let's get him out of here. Vibes yeah. are too good. We got to send him packing. You've had dinner with Neil Armstrong? Well, I'm going to have lunch with a million dollars. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I guess like $999,987. You can't let that guy get to final tribal because all I have to do is just be like, I was an astronaut. People will be like, we're voting yeah. for the astronaut. People fucking love astronauts and I don't get it. Buzz Lightyear. He's popular. He got his yeah. own. Dan movie. is basically the movie Lightyear. That's basically what his life was like. Do you think? Do you think they're going to do a Woody movie, but make it a western? Yeah, and that's also uh, that. That's the previous favorite movie of Andy. 
Oh, that's right. Because it was, yeah, because it was Andy's favorite movie in the original Toy Story. Oh, Thomas. As of June 16th, 2022, on giantfreakinrobot.com, exclusive Sheriff Woody movie in development. I think that site might do fake rumors, if I remember correctly, because I think I fell. I think they said there was going to be a Dread sequel, and they were uh, lying. Um, okay, well, uh, I, everything I'm reading past that is just interviews about Lightyear. But, like, what? Like, it should be a movie. I, I Did you see this tweet going around this week that was like, what is a piece of pop culture in a movie that is as good as everyone claims. Like in the movie, that is as good as the people in the movie are treating it, I believe is what yeah, the, that exactly. prompt is like. Um, Do you think, can you think of anything? Some, there's been some good answers. Uh, one of the ones that I liked was the, um, the song that they record in uh, Inside Lou and Davis that ends up being a big hit mm. that he doesn't get the royalties to, Please Mr. Kennedy. That's another, honestly, Thomas, that's another movie that's been on my list for 15 years. Oh, man, you got to see that. It's so good. I know. I think it's going to be one of my favorite movies. Have you ever at least seen Please, Mr. Kennedy? Have you seen a clip of that? I think I have, honestly. It features Adam Driver saying, uh-oh, and then saying, like, outer space in the background of the song. It's pretty great. That's some good shit. That sounds like a Tim Robinson sketch. It honestly is a little bit. It's very funny. It's TBS very funny. Uh, the movie is really good. You should see it. <laughs> um, it is. Sorry, I'm still researching uh, with the Woody movie. It's it's just weird to me that the whole thing with the first one, the first Toy Story, was Woody's f- is his favorite character from movie, and then they're like, we're gonna make the movie within the movie, and. It's not the movie they already referenced. Yeah. The Woody movie. What are we talking about? That one movie where Michael Fassbender's penis is in it. Thank you. We love a good dick joke. Uh, Dan uh, then hears from Terry that it may be him and he understands why. Okay. Here's here's something that really excited me. I know, Thomas, your your core. Other than the Woody movie. Other than the Woody movie where I get to see the big penis. Uh I know your corner of this podcast is all the funny shit that Jeff Probst does. But I caught on something that was fantastic this episode. Did you see as they were walking up to Tribal Council, which again is inside of a cave, which is the coolest shit in the world, and it's also what happens in Wild West. Uh, did you see Jeff looking over them from a cliff side in the cave? Yep, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Simba. Like that was the coolest shit I've ever seen Jeff do. <laughs> Second this, coolest after the Jeff ski, of course. I love this version of Jeff so much more than current Jeff. He's so much better. Yeah. Ernest goes to Survivor and is hosts it. Jeff's attitude should at all times be don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. It's so much better if somebody was like Thanks, Jeff. And he was just like, fuck you, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering, I'm looking up now the weakest link because I remember that was very much the vibe on that show, too. Oh, yeah. There's a mean British lady who insulted you when you got things wrong. Oh, oh, this is the this is the British version. Um, They had her for the American version, too. Yeah. Um, 
I'm looking for the American version specifically, but apparently the the British version has been on ongoing since 2000. Yeah, that was one of the ones that just didn't because I think Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was also British originally, and mm, I think they, I don't think that, so. Are you sure? I think I I want to say, and I was obsessed with Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I want to say Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was an American uh, exclusive or original, I should say. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but yes, I, I think we, right. we steal a lot of reality, regardless of whether that was or wasn't. We take a lot of reality shows because like uh, Kitchen Night. I don't know if Hell's Kitchen was, but Kitchen Nightmares was originally a British show and it was um, much more uh, slowly paced and less ridiculous. Uh, did you um, did you know that Survivor is based on a Swedish show? I didn't. That's surprising. Uh, yeah, it was a show um, called Expedition Robinson. Oh, apparently it's still on. Oh, like Robinson Crusoe? Yeah. Uh, it started in 1997. Um, yeah, and it's it's been ongoing until fall of 2022. I had no idea the show was still on. Interesting. Um, hmm. I wonder if it's like Australian Survivor where the seasons are all like 40 episodes. Uh, let's see, uh, 47 days, it does not say how many episodes, oh, 47 days episodes is a while, 12 episodes in the first season, let's see, a modern season, spring 2022, uh, number of episodes, 51, okay, so, there we go, Expedition Robinson, add it to the list for off seasons, that's like Love Island level of episodes, or Big Brother, that's that's the main reason I'm not going to watch Big Brothers. It's like that's too much. I already There's watched like wrestling. A million episodes. That was one of my favorite uh, discoveries because I've never watched Love Island with somebody being like, Discovery "How many Plus. episodes?" Was like, "How many episodes do you think are in a season of Love Island?" It's more. It's like that tweet <laughs> that was like, "Imagine a fox." No, they're much smaller than that. I love foxes. Uh, Red Fox was my fifth grade project. You know, we all had to pick a animal. Red Fox was mine, and I've been looking at them ever since. They're little guys, and they're good. Have you seen uh, The Green Knight? The A24 film? Yes. No, I heard it was canceled. Why would it have been canceled? For the same reason Danny Masterson was canceled. For the that... R word. There's a lot of the R word in that movie, apparently. No, there Is isn't. Is that not true? Oh, well, never mind. Maybe it's a different movie. I don't know what you're thinking of because I I don't know why anyone would be saying that in that movie. It's in like a fantasy medieval setting. Oh, yeah, you're right. Nobody in the medieval setting has ever armed anyone. I just that's not what the kind of dialogue that's in that movie. It's not the way it's written. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Anyway, it's really good. There's a fox. The fox features very prominently in it. I think you would like it. Have you, I, okay, well, you've convinced me. Um, have you seen the fantastic Mr. Fox? Actually, I have not. Oh, it's also very good. There's a, I should. There's a I've, fox in that I've one, I've read too. the story. I, like, I was a big Roald Dahl fan, speaking of uh, rightfully canceled people, but I was a big fan of Roald Dahl's <laughs> books. Uh, so I, I, I had that book <clears throat> as a child. Do you want to cast Roald Dahl in uh, Survivor Pros versus Pros? Which of course, yeah, was sure. The, Why not? Let's get this dead guy on there. <laughs> if you if you don't recall, pros versus pros is of course writers versus athletes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Let's get him in there on the pros side. Yeah. 
so they're all bummed out that they have to vote out somebody at tribal council. Dan tells Jeff it's going to be him because he failed at the challenge. You know, we need more guys like Dan, honestly. It's true. It's like, hey, I fucked up. Uh, it's my time to go. I can't be mad. That's what Gabler tried to do. This time it didn't work. It didn't work for Dan the way that it worked for Gabler. Yeah, it worked for Gabler so well that he fucking won. All um, too well, Gabler's version. Are you a big Taylor fan? No. Uh, okay, I don't. So pre- the- I don't dislike Taylor's music. If anyone gets mad at me for saying that, I just it's it's. I'm not the target audience for it. I'll I'll have the uh, Swifties know that when we were in college, we would regularly drive to various parties and bars and other establishments, uh, and we would listen to Twenty Three, and we would all sing. Feeling you mean Twenty Two? 22 that makes more sense because like 23 yeah. we weren't 23 i like college. i like red i mean I, I like that song i like uh i knew yeah, you were trouble. i love that 70s show and that 90s show too <laughs> yeah kurtwood smith big fan that'd be really funny <laughs> to do a photoshop of i'm sure somebody has already done this of the taylor swift album red with kurtwood smith on the front of it <laughs> if they haven't that's a free idea we won't even charge you for that like one of our patreons we should do a patreon where we just release our best memes yeah, our, our dank meme stash. Yeah. Our show at its so most cool. Reddit. Uh, so the second episode we watched this week was called An Emerging Plan. What do you think of that episode title? Uh, that one that one doesn't sound quite as much like a lost episode. Yeah, it's kind of a any episode title. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's a very middle oh, of the road. Oh, an emerge in plan. It's a fuck. It's a uh, fucking pun. Okay. Actually, a plus emerging with like the emotion little circles in the middle. Yeah, yeah, an emerging plan. Yeah, uh, this first aired on March thirtieth, two thousand and six. How old would he have been March thirtieth, two thousand and six? Well, Jake, I would have been fourteen years old. How That's old would so you funny. have been? Because as of ten days ago, I would have been fifth. 15 years old. Yeah, baby, of, I'm about to drive a car. 10 days ago, uh, 17 years ago, I would have been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get it. Basic math. How many viewers do you think this received? Remember, the last one we talked about was 15.33 million, dropping a little bit. I'll this say one, 15. The, just straight 15. Mm, you gotta, let me give a hint first before you guess. <laughs> okay, what's the hint? This season's like a basketball. That's it. Okay. So remember, it was 16.08 two weeks ago, and then 15.33 million. Okay, so I'll say 16 million. Try a quarter of a million harder. 16.25. Wow, you got it. (laughs) Whoa, in one try. (laughs) It's like the fucking... um, Did you ever go to, like, an old-timey baseball game? Oh, like the reenactments? No. I saw that one time that Conan did, though, so I know what they are. It it is very good. Uh, Conan, I think, has often said it's his favorite bit he's ever done, and it still genuinely holds up. It's great. Um, I think my grandpa was, like, not a member, but, like, had friends involved or something, because we went to a few of them as kids, and, like, the, the, the big difference is you're allowed to catch a ball after the first bounce. 
Interesting. <laughs> when I tell you, like, try a quarter of a, a, a million better, harder, whatever. <laughs> That's very much what that feels like. Um, yeah, reenactment. Baseball reenactment is war reenactment for uh, cool guys. Yeah, I agree. It's the cool version of that. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, so I was just thinking of good Conan bits, so I was thinking of... Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> Kermit, Kermit the Frog getting shot by a dog. <laughs> Did you know? I'm. I think he's got everything up on like all of the bits he's ever done up on like I don't know a YouTube channel or several YouTube channels, uh, which makes me very happy because I love Conan. I've always loved Conan. I remember yeah. back in like I don't know 2000. Four, probably right around this time of the survivor panama uh and it was conan on the front cover of the uh, tv guide magazine you know do you remember those like the mm-hmm. paper uh book that they would send you every week see him in like, the supermarket yeah and conan was on the cover and it was like a 10 year anniversary of late night with conan o'brien and i had only very recently heard about this show because i was what, 13 at the time? You were, yeah, you were like a preteen or, yeah. or a, a newly minted teen who, who just learned about uh, late night television. And I was, you know, cool. I'd seen Money Python, so I was a Conan fan. But I was like, what are they talking about? 10 year anniversary. This show just started. Yeah. If it had started before that, I would have heard about it. Yeah. Why did I hear about the show when I was three years old? <laughs> Uh, so Courtney has a bad time in the shelter and can't trust Shane. Who can? Shane McMahon. What if we put him on a simulated yeah. season of Survivor? If Shane had gotten more cigarettes, you could trust him, but he only had the yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, Bruce cleans the rock garden. I don't know. People were talking about it like it was going to be a big deal. It, it, this came to be nothing in the episode. Sometimes that happens, you know? I'll write something down thinking it's going to come back. Later in the episode, and then it turns out to be nothing. This is one of those situations. Uh, and Exile Island, Sally continues to chill. Big ups to Sally. We love a queen who chills. <laughs> and everybody's calling her Queen Sally. Go queen off, of Exile queen. Island. She's serving chill. Yeah. Over on Lamina, uh, the, the tree mail tells them that there's a merge, and... They get in their canoe and head to everyone's favorite tribe, Kasaya. That's right. I, while watching these episodes, um, oh, I also watched the um, highlight episode, whatever it was called. Uh, I don't remember anything. Oh, uh, the recap one, yeah. I started yeah. watching it for like two seconds because I forgot that's what it was, and then I immediately realized what was going on. I was um, hungry. I was like, oh, I should make myself some lunch right now. You know, I can't eat a grilled cheese You're like sandwich. You're so hungry. I have to get notes. my wife and go to P.F. Chang's. Exactly. So we went to P.F. Chang's. My wife carried me on her shoulders because my leg doesn't work right now. But we got that P.F. Chang's. And let me say, P.F. Dang, it was good. Have you seen that, the, the tweet that I'm referencing? Wait, just one, one second. Let me, get, let me get some money from P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's, you know my address. Please send me the money for that ad. Uh, no, I haven't seen that tweet. What are you so talking about? So it's football season right now, so it's relevant. Yeah. Uh, the football, Chargers football, got football. eliminated in the first round, but whoever 
uh, created the Chargers t- uh, tw- official Twitter account, like whatever intern that they had or something like that back, you know, this tweet's old enough that it was like right around the time that Twitter started. They just converted mm. their personal Twitter account into oh, the Chargers yeah. Twitter account. And so sure. there is a official verified Chargers tweet that's just so hungry. I have to get my wife and go to PFJs. <laughs> Yes, I do. So now that anytime the charges are doing anything, it will get retweeted. Now that you give that context, I do. I do remember that. That's very funny. I feel like that used to happen a lot in, like, you know, back when Twitter was good, uh, where people would just, you know, convert their their handles to the corporations. Man, remember when Denny's was like so fucking lit on Twitter? A yeah, few years they were ago? like, yeah, they were doing like weird twitter shit them in the fucking yeah. steakums account oh uh, yeah funny shit i love when two brands get in like a flirtatious conversation on twitter that's yeah, funny they're memeing me. on each other oh it's so cool oh God. so fucking funny uh Kasaya has a nice lazy day and then they see the other tribe coming and down all of the rice before the boys of lamina can paddle in and they all get together and make a Kasaya strong pact these always work out, right? Oh, always. So they all greet the new tribe members, and then Sally shows up, and they open a crate uh, with the new tribe materials and have a big feast. My f- oh, And it was my favorite thing, again, in the show Survivor, where somebody accidentally eats too much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was you Shane. can't beat it. You truly cannot beat it. I think it was Shane who was like, we should have downed all that rice if we knew this feast was coming. Uh, so they build a new shelter. Shane says Terry's out the next time he doesn't have immunity. Terry wants to get one or two people to swing to his side. Tries to swing Bruce, the arts of Survivor Panama. I mean, you know, good good luck to shit. Uh, what's his name? Terry. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Um, RS and Shane try to make Bruce feel like the leader. Do they think Bruce is stupid? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the thing is he hasn't really demonstrated himself to be anything but like a pretty canny operator. Like he's a he's a smart player. Yeah, he like they laid it on so thick. Like, oh, Bruce, please help us with cooking oh, rice. We love you so much, Bruce. We're so dumb. Oh, Bruce, You're so smart. Oh, look at the fire you built, Bruce. You're so please good. tell me what to do. <laughs> Bruce, please, Poppy, what do I do? Poppy Bruce, we love him. Um, Who's your favorite character in this season? And you can't say Sari. That's the cop-out answer. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a pretty easy answer. I don't know, man. Shane, I got to say it's Shane. I mean. Right. (laughs) I think it's, it's, yeah, of the people that are remaining. Because I did actually like Dan. I wish we had more time with him. But uh, I think... It's probably Shane and uh, and Bruce are my my other two faves behind yeah, Sari. I, I do really like Bruce too. Uh, I like Shane I, a lot. I like Terry. I like Terry too. I think Terry's Terry's great. Yeah, I've Terry's got pretty good. Terry. Um, I think Courtney's really fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think Courtney and Shane together is just oh, it's my favorite kind of 
relationship on a show like this. They're just two people constantly at each other's throats for no reason in particular. Like, you could just have a conversation. For no reason, and it can never be resolved. It's like fucking, uh, you know, Naya and Jordan on, I almost called it Survivor, the real world Portland. You know, they were always at each other's throats. They were at each other's throats so much that Naya got kicked off of the challenge one day. And then she finally came back last year. And... It was a really good story. <laughs> it, it sounds like it. <laughs> anyway, this is the challenge chunk. We're still on <laughs> yeah. Survivor. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> she was supposed to be on this season of um, the challenge, the real show, uh, and be Jordan's partner. And it was going to be great. You know, you know, what could have been? That's the, yeah. that's the challenge. Truly we were robbed of this. What could have been? Could have been a great show. Uh, R.S. and Shane try to make Bruce feel like the leader, and then it rains really hard again. Every day, Panama rain. Bruce gets hit in the mouth with a machete while Nick is working on the shelter. Ouch. Bad, bad shit. Didn't like this. No. It's uh, certainly not what you want to happen. Thomas, uh have you ever been hit in the mouth? <laughs> not with a machete. Not with a machete. Um, have you I've ever had, hit? Uh, I chipped my two front teeth, though, uh, when I got hit in the mouth by a slide one time. Oh, that's I was fun. going down backwards like a stupid idiot, and somebody got pushed in front of the slide, and I hit them, and I chipped my teeth. I remember that. Um, it happened in elementary school. Yeah, I remember that. Was that when we knew each other? Or was yes. that just a story you told I believe me I was point? nine years old when this happened. Mm. <laughs> I also have chipped one tooth once in my life. Um... And it was several years ago, maybe almost it's a decade ago. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant to do. Didn't did not realize it happened uh, until the next morning, um, because of you know activities that happened at yeah. an establishment with uh, now ex of mine. You know, we don't need to get into it. Sure, uh, but I've also I love been, doing activities at an establishment. You know. Me too. Um, have you ever hit anyone in the mouth, Tomas? No, I have not done that. Mm, are you sure? I don't think I've done that. When would I have done that? Well, let me let me rewind your memory palace uh, and remind oh, you. Oh no, I do remember. <laughs> I do remember when I I didn't think of it as hitting you in the mouth because I thought of it as like punching someone. But I did jokingly slap you after you had gotten your wisdom teeth out. Yeah, and, well, it uh, wasn't. It, wasn't it a was slap a joke as slap. But there was there was jokes. It was a joke slap, but there was real pain involved. Because even when you slap someone in slow motion, if they've just had their wisdom teeth out, it can be very painful. So, yeah, when we were younger, a funny bit Thomas and I would always do is do things in slow motion, uh, including, like, pretending to punch each other in the face. Uh, and I was laying on the couch one day after getting my wisdom teeth out, I believe it was, uh, and uh, I saw Thomas start to pull back his fist. And then force it towards my face And I went no 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 It was one of those things that like as I was making contact I was like maybe I shouldn't have done this <laughs> I'm fine now you know Yeah it's have all good a dozen Only and mental half scars cavities. remain <laughs> Yeah what a what a fun waltz down memory lane Yeah 
Uh, Bruce makes the new flag. Honestly, really good. Really good flag. I really like this. Uh, did you did you notice the flag, or are you playing with your three sons? <laughs> There's actually a new Fire Emblem game out that uh, the story isn't as good, apparently, so I don't know if I'm going to play oh, it, damn. but uh, I was not playing with my three sons. Uh, what was the question again? Sorry. Did you see the flag that Bruce oh, made? Oh, you better believe I saw that flag. Yeah, it was very well done, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was an art, art teacher. It makes sense to have him do that. Oh, that's true. He is an arts teacher. Any Anytime I, that anyone is, he was like, I was deciding what font to use. It's like, all right, this is in good hands. Yeah. Uh, so then the young men have a chat, uh, and Terry then tries to convince them to come to his side with Sari. Uh, him being Bruce, I guess? Or Shane, 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 right? Sorry, sometimes my notes aren't perfect. You know, yes. Please forgive me. Maybe I won't get an A plus today, but an A would be so nice. So that's okay, you know. Can't win them all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so immunity challenge is a simple test of endurance. Jeff Probst tells us. Tells us us. Um. They have to hang from a pole. How about that? Oh yeah. I love. I love. I mean, like th- this is the classic. Like first post merge challenge, just like go, go stand on a thing, go hang on a thing. We love <laughs> it. Um, at one point, Austin tries to negotiate with Terry, but it is to no avail, and Terry wins the challenge. We were happy to see this. We love to see Terry win. Yeah, it's it's nice to see Terry win a challenge. Finally, we see a white man win. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> Uh, so Bruce is still the swing vote. Austin thinks it's going to be him going home and Shane lends Kasaya in a kumbaya and they debate Nick or Austin to go next. Who would you have taken out at this point, Thomas? I don't know, man. Yeah, fair enough. Austin, sure. <laughs> yeah, Austin. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, would you rather talk about, uh, these wildlife shows? I would love to talk about these wildlife shots. Are we talking about the snake? There was a big snake. Um, no, uh, I think you'll actually be more excited about this week's wildlife shot. But first, we we did have a snake. We had termites. We had birds. We had bee. We had lizard. We had fish, chicken, ants, frog. And did you notice when they went into the village, uh, some dogs running around? I did notice the dogs. Uh, those dogs were pointers. Uh, they're white with brown spots and splotches across the body. They are loyal, hardworking, and even-tempered, about two feet tall to the shoulder, weighing about 45 to 75 pounds, living to 12 to 17 years. They're good with people and other dogs. They have a short, smooth coat that should be groomed a couple times a month. They do not drool or shed excessively, they are pretty playful and happy boys. Big the deal. Amer- I don't drool or shed excessively either. Where's my credit yeah. for that? Yeah. Uh, the American Kennel Club calls them the ultimate expression of canine power and grace. 
so there are 284 recognized breeds, according to the American Kennel Society or whatever they're called. The American Kennel Club. I think they might be canceled for some reason, but I'm not sure why. So don't come at me. Uh, how popular do you think pointers are of the 284 breeds? Uh, I'm going to say that they are 10th. Uh, they're, in fact, 120th. Oh, man. Yeah, right? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, they're fucking dogs, so I imagine they're of least concern. I'm not terribly con- yeah. worried about There's it. There's no shortage of dogs. <laughs> uh, the Travel Council, the new tribe name is Gitanos, which is Spanish for gypsies, thanks to uh, Courtney. Uh, a, a person I already said I like. Um, she's technically right. Um, that word does translate to the word gypsies, uh, but we're not trying to say that word anymore. Uh, yeah. This, this the just assume is, that she's referring to the Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah. Uh, the word Gitanos is also a group of Romani people who live in Spain. But yeah, OK, fine. That's the tribe name, whatever. They're in Panama, and people speak Spanish in Panama, so here we go. true. Uh, Bruce says he's always been on the outside looking in. Austin claims he put on a performance to look weak. Stone Cold? Yeah. Bruce said that he can see through you, see to the real you. I don't know what that's a reference to. That's a reference to one of the other. The That was the big hit Stained song that wasn't It's Been a While, was uh, Outside. Oh, sure. <laughs> Uh, Kasaya all says they'd be shocked if anyone from their side flipped, and none of them are shocked because Nick is voted out six to four against Shane. I I can't be terribly upset, you know. No, nope. I did not care. <laughs> I genuinely already forgot that Nick had been voted out. <laughs> yep. Until I reread this these notes. Who cares? So we're about halfway through Survivor Panama now. But Thomas, we're almost to the end of the challenge, Rider Dies. Did you watch the challenge, Rider Dies, last night? I did not. Okay, well, um, Casey and Kenny were eliminated by Anise and Jordan in Not So Fast. Pretty fun challenge. Uh, that's the one where they have to make knots and the other team has to undo the knots. Do you remember that challenge? You've seen the show before. Remember what show? Uh, it's called Not So Fast, the challenge, the, the elimination challenge they had to do. Yeah, okay, no, I know, I heard that, but what show did you say it reminded you of? Um, I said you've seen the show The Challenge before. Yes, I have seen the show The Challenge. So do you remember the challenge Not So Fast is what I was saying? Is it the one where they're on, like, trucks? Okay. So in the actual challenge, the daily, as they call it, they got driven around in a bus where a bunch of balls were on the floor and they had to collect and recreate a pattern on the board. I don't think I've ever seen this one. Uh, Yeah, I think this was a new one. Uh, They had to look through windows uh, to see what the answers to the puzzle was or whatever. And then the bus worked around the track and it was a lot of fun. A lot of people vomited. Would you believe that Banani won? I would believe that, and I do. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, then Chauncey and Amber volunteered for elimination and went up against Jordan and Anissa in a game where they were strapped to their opponent and had to knock over statues. 
a pretty pretty solid elimination. Um, Anissa kicked Amber's ass, and then Jordan and Chauncey had a good fight, but Jordan still won. Uh, speaking of Amber, uh, remember you once said, uh, what did you say? Amber is the color of her Amber B, right? Over, yeah, Amber is the color of her Amber B. Well, how about this? This is news from real life. Uh, what about Amber is the color of her Amber P? Do you know what P stands for? What? Uh, Amber's pregnant now. Uh, I oh, found that okay. out today. Um, so the final is imminent. It's almost the final. Are you excited? I haven't been, I haven't been watching, so I can't say that I am, but I'm happy okay. for you. Well, here's the teams. Here, let me tell you the teams going into the final, potentially. Um, it's Banani. It's Bananas and Nani, obviously. Banani. Banani. Um, it's Fessel and Mariah. It's Jordan and Anissa. It's Devin and Tori. It's Horacio and Olivia. You know them? No, not really. Olivia was on Love Island USA 3, and Horacio was in Exation Estados Unidos 5. I don't know what that is. It's a reality competition series where two teams of physically fit contestants compete against each other. Okay. Adexation season stretched across four to six nights. Okay, who I don't I don't really I don't really care to be honest. Um He didn't win whatever show this is. But he might win this one. So there's five teams left. Who are you rooting for? Um, I don't know. I don't even really remember what the teams were. Devin's not in anymore, right? Devin is in it still. Devin and oh, Tori well, are a team together. Rooting for Devin and Tori, obviously. Me too. Me too. Uh, Thomas, I know the real reason you're watching MTV, uh, and it's because you love music. This is a segment called Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Let's go. We had Chingy Bala Baby. Do you remember that song? I remember Chingy. That is not Holiday Inn or Right There, so I do not remember that song. Fair enough. What about a Three Doors Song Song? Three Doors Song Song. Three Doors Down Song. <laughs> Three Doors Cinema Song. <laughs> Kryptonite. Remember that song? I do remember Kryptonite. And um, this is a song that we actually featured recently on this show. Within the last year or two. Hint, hint. On a Survivor season we've covered in the last year or two. Didn't they already, didn't they play uh, Your Beautiful Blight by James Blunt on a previous one? They did. This is a different so song. So they're, they're trying to tell us something here by doing that. Did they Somebody play, uh, I'm trying to think of like what the least likely one they could have done was. Did they play Pearl of the Quarter by Steely Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? Uh, suddenly Ryder dies is all dad rock. That would be cool. I think they should play that. It's not Pearl of the Quarter. I'm sorry to disappoint you. All right. What was it? In Too Deep. Ah, Sum 41 41 classic. Sum 41, of course, of Sum 5 or 41. Sum 5 or 41, yes. If you want to listen to those episodes, they are... Let me just keep track. I keep track here at the bottom of the uh, document so I can 
relay back to it. Uh, episodes 304 to 317, you can go back. Those are free, of course, because we this is an anti-capitalist podcast. Everything is free. Arts are for the people. Um, okay, so here's the song you have to guess this week. It was first released September 12th, 2012. How old would you have been September 12th, 2012, Thomas? Uh, I would have been 21 years old. I would have been 21 years as well old. Time to drink and get drunk. I don't know about none, but I was feeling 21. There you go. Uh, This was the lead single off the singer's eponymous debut album. Any guesses yet? It was a lead single off of an eponymous debut album. In 2012. 2012. No, I do not have any guesses. It uses religious terminology to describe a romantic relationship that the church is not okay with. Oh, is it Take Me to Church by Hozier? Let me let me finish the hints, actually, before you guess. The singer said the song is about asserting yourself and reclaiming your humanity through an act of love. Folks were recording the singer's attic at 2 a.m. after a bad breakup. It was nominated for a song of the year at the Grammys, but lost to a Sam Smith song. And the singer said he wanted to write something that was kind of a celebration of sexuality, but he admitted that people took the title at face value and were very upset they found out that it is not a song about actually being taken to church. Man, were were him and Sam Smith competing for most boring song of the year? Wow. Take you to church where they're going to play this song for you. He seems like a nice guy. He has a good sense of humor. I I find his music very boring. Well, maybe you should make some music if you are such a expert on music. Before I criticize, I haven't even written a book. He's written a book. Yeah, and the, it's called Take Me to Church. It's about... <laughs> uh, Thomas, do you recall a show about approximately two dozen dumb sluts that were trying to date each other? Is it called Are You the One? Are You the One is back. I saw that. There was an advertisement for it on Paramount+. Plus. Yes, there was. Um, and guess what? It's uh, it's just as good as ever. So there's 22 Who's people. hosting? Oh, that's right. They got a new host. Uh, I hoped. <laughs> I hoped they would bring back the rightful host. Yeah, no, I don't think he's ever coming back. He seems very happy. I think he lives in Michigan now, honestly. Yeah, good for uh, him. He Ryan put his Devlin. time in. Ryan Devlin put his time in. He doesn't owe us anything. Um, Are You the One is now hosted by a previous guest host of Catfish, and her name is Cammie Crawford. Oh, people like her. Yeah, she seems like a really good host, honestly. Yeah, that's a good choice. Um, yeah, so there's 22 straight people. I mean, you can't you can't see, but I'm giving a thumbs down. They, the the uh, the queer season is the best season, and I'll go to my grave saying that. I this don't show, care. I don't have an opinion about this. This show should be a queer show, to be honest. But whatever. I don't care. I am uh, taking no position on this. <laughs> so uh, there's somebody named Will, and he is mad at somebody named 
Brooke because she is spending time with this man named Leo. And he reminds her of two separate instances of him not being able to take a hint. First, when she was canoodling with Leo, Will walked by and said, save some for the rest of us. And she made a disgusted face at him. And then he also reminded her of when uh, she said he would be her number one if he were nicer. And then she disappeared to hang out with Leo. So um, they apparently cast an incel on this season of Are You the One, which is very funny. Used to just be dumb, horny sluts, but uh, I don't think that's I don't know. That's not a dynamic I need on that show. It's here's the thing, though. It's funny. It's really funny. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Um, They're competing for a million dollars, right? And if they get all 11 matches by the end of however long it takes. Wait, they're competing for a million dollars? Yeah, they were competing for like forty thousand dollars for the first time. Mm, no, they've always been competing for a million dollars. Oh, really? It was it was split though, right? That's what it was. Is it yeah, split between it's everybody? Split between everyone. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to give away twenty million dollars. It'd be really <laughs> funny if they did. I'm to be so that show is basically show. you know who should be on that show is um, Jeff Kent, so that he can complain about how Obama <laughs> takes some of it. Yeah. Um, so after a few seasons, they implemented the blackout rule, remember, where if they blacked out, if nobody correctly guessed their match, they lost a quarter of the grand prize money, $250,000. So week one, how many lights do you think they got out of 11? Zero. They got zero lights on their yeah. first week. <laughs> Like, That's what I want. I want disaster seasons where everyone just can't get past their own bullshit and won't just do. Because that's the thing is there's always one person who's cast on the show where it's like eventually there's like one smart person that will figure this out. And yeah. everyone else will just not do the show the way that you're supposed to um, do the show. Yes. Uh, De- Devin was the smart person on season three. Uh, on season five, it was Cam. And she found her perfect match like week three. So she wasn't there to help everybody else with the yep. math. She was too good at the game. And then they ended up losing. <laughs> only season to ever lose. That was great. It's great that the only season of that I've ever watched was that one. <laughs> this is why you need to watch this season, Thomas. It's on Paramount Plus. I'm now. just afraid that they're going to succeed. I don't want that. Well, you know, the 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 uh, pattern would tell me, you know, every season you haven't watched, they've won. Every season you have watched, they've lost. That's no, true. I I have a choice here. I I'm in control. Um, this one is set in Spain. I don't know. Um, that's 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 it. How many seasons did Terrence J host? Not many. It felt like three, maybe. He's been around since 1996. That oh, can't be right. He's 40 years old. Um, oh, Ter- Terrence J has. You're, I thought you were saying the show was, and I was like, that's no, not true. No, no, no. Um, let's see. How many seasons did he do of Are You the One? Uh, one, two, three. Yes, three seasons. Terrence Jay said, thank you. I'll take my contract and leave. Um, okay, Thomas, 
we have to have a very serious conversation. <laughs> the Mad Libs. About what? The Survivor Mad Libs. Yes. We have one left, I think. We have one left, and it is called Soul Survivor. Now, this can be the last one we ever do. Or Do we want to save it for the season finale of this season? We can save it for the season finale. Uh, but also, here's the thing. Last time I was at my parents' home, I found two Mad Libs books. One of them is called Mammoth Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It's called Laugh Out Loud Mammoth Mad Libs. The other is called Mad 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 Libs. It's just tough. It, it's tough because like I love doing Mad Libs, but those Mad Libs aren't about Survivor. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it looks like none of these Mad Libs were done actually in the Mad 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 Libs. Mad 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 Libs. I think it would be fun to read one that we already did Again? back in the day. Back in the day? No, okay. I'm saying from, like, the ones from your parents' house, because there's some of them that are filled out, right? Oh, yeah, let me look Let me look through the Mammoth one, because I feel like we took this one on road trips. Oh, my God, Thomas, you might have been a part of this one. I just... I probably to, was. I know we did a few of them. I just opened this to a random page called A Visit at the Zoo. Zoos are places where wild dartboards are kept in pens or cages so that musics can come and look at them. There are two zoos in New York, one in the Bronx and one in Awesome Park. The Park Zoo is built around a large pond filled with clear, sparkling water. You will see... And that one was a suggestion. The type of liquid they chose was water, whoever wrote this. Okay. You will see several Thomases swimming in the pond and eating fish. Mm Mm-hmm. By the way, the person that picked water was probably you. This doesn't look like my handwriting. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, when, but like the, you, I think you were the one that was providing the words. You weren't. That's true. Um, and if somebody was like, name a liquid, what would you pick? I would say I would pick water. I love water. It's so yeah, delicious. I think, we, I think I rest my case here. Yeah, fair enough. Um... When it is feeding time, all of the animals make blue noises. Oh, that's honestly accurate. You've heard my fucking cat. That's true. <laughs> the elephant goes flack, and the turtle does go egg-a-diga. In one part of the zoo, there are manly gorillas who love to eat... Jab, jabadors. They love to eat what? Jobadors, Jolodors, J L doors. I can't tell. I don't, I don't know what that means. J, and then there's a very small circle, which I assume is a period, capital L, and then a similarly small period, or circle, I should say, capital D. Larger circle, larger circle, uh, kind of like a, sl- a small slash upwards, like an R, and then like a back and forth squiggle, like an S. So I have to assume that this sentence is 
In one part of the zoo, there are manly gorillas who love to eat jail doors. Love to eat that jail doors. In another building, there is a spotted African echidina. That's knuckles, right? Uh, it's a, a echidna, I believe. Echidna, is the way that you pronounce you. it. But yes, correct. Uh, that is so fast it can outrun a parakeet. But my favorite crazy. An- <laughs> my favorite animal is the hippopotamus. It has a huge dorsal fin and eats fifty pounds. Of desks a day. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, that's a lot of desk. You would never know that technically it's nothing but an oversized pet pig. Hmm. Uh, huh. The, um, the interesting thing about Laugh Out Loud Mammoth Mad Libs is that they recognize that the final adjective is the moneymaker. That's where you get, get the most laughs. But I guess it is called Laugh Out Loud. So that makes sense. Yeah, they don't call it Laugh Out Soft, Mad Lips. <laughs> laugh, at, laugh Out Soft? What is this? This podcast? Ooh. Um, Thomas, if people wanted to laugh out soft at your tweets, where would they do that? Uh, you can follow me at Tom.tom. Uh, you, if you wanted to follow uh, my obsession with Are You the One or The Challenge or Survivor or what else do we talk about that on this show? The Miz. The Miz. Kid Nation. Kid Nation. If you want to hear, see our tweets about Kid Nation, um, go back to like three years ago on dywsln.twitter.com. Pretty sure that's how the URL works, or on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. Um, the Royal Rumble is coming up. You can uh, follow my tweets because it's, it's the only thing I care about. At I want to say my handle is Joke Shidel instead of I changed it from Jake Shidel recently. Um, by recently, I mean like within the last few years. A uh, few shows on Patreon at patreon.com slash justpodcast. What, what show are we shouting out this week, Tomas? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say mm-hmm. Just Justin. We're going to shout out Just Justin. Fantastic The Just choice. Justin Timberlake podcast. You know what we could cover on Just Justin? What's that? Uh, the movie Inside Lewin Davis, which he oh, is. A, right. He is actually that. one of the performers on the song, Please, Mr. Kennedy. Well, yeah, that's because he only makes bops, and that's why that song is good. Um, here's the thing. I thought about a legitimate show we could do on Patreon that would be affordable for people. Uh, we already have a $50 a month here okay so a hundred dollars a month thomas and we don't even have sorry i got too excited we um the show is d-y-w-w-l-n and it's did you watch wrestling last night and i ask you if you watch wrestling okay okay wait sorry i have to edit it again d-y-w-w-l-w did you watch wrestling last week because i doubt we're going to do this nightly Okay, yes. I just tell you everything. It's an expansion of Sammy Don't Call Him Zane. Yeah, I think that was a nice, like, test of, you know, like a proof of concept yeah. for a, a wider, uh, you know, show. Sammy's got legs, you know? Haluva kick and all that. He knows how to use them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> T-Y-W-W-L-O-W. <laughs> it sounds like a promotion that doesn't last three months. 
Yeah, that's the one that uh, Mike the Rock Davis was in, and that I think you should leave sketch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you can review us on either Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thomas, what about that uh, boilerplate review? Well, uh, I, it goes a little something like this. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt, but if I could leave a review, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And can we just say it's like talking down to Spotify is like the most important part of the Apple podcast review. Yes. Like we, we like, got to put them on notice at this. Spotify is trying to break into this, the, the podcast game and we're. Like, you can't even write a review on podcast. What is it called? Spotify. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. Do you? Here's a fun fact about me. Two fun facts about me that are similar. Um, sorry, I forgot the second one. One fun fact about me. Sorry, I forgot that one. Did too. you also forget the first fact? <laughs> it was something about confusing something for something else. Sometimes I confuse spring for summer, Thomas. Yeah? How about that? Do you- I don't... Yeah, okay, yeah, you do do that. Anytime that... You confuse any time that it gets warm for summer. Okay, well, I didn't, didn't expect it to come back at me. Oh, here's a really funny thing before we uh, head out. Um, the, uh, the Young Rock got um, called out at a stoplight. By this guy who was like, hey, nice car. Uh, well, you should learn how to drive it. And that sparked uh, in his brain. Oh, that would be really fun in a promo. I could uh, lure someone in with a compliment, but then actually insult them. Is that how he got the it doesn't matter what your name is uh, I no, thing? I, not, not exactly. He, he then made fun of how Triple H gives promos. Um, so that's funny. Uh, that's a funny um, plot line in Young Rock on NBC and streaming next day on Peacock. Um, well, you know, uh, I guess this is, this is the end now. This okay. Is... Okay. Have what, great... do you, what do you have to? What do you have to? What do you have to say to me? Have a great summer. Deuces. In the middle of the night I thought I heard you calling my name I looked around There was nobody there I knew that it was only a dream Well, I pulled up the covers and I want to run through this thread real quick And see if you cast anybody the same as I casted them Would you rather get... The lost character or the wrestler? Which do you think would be easier um, for you? I'm gonna go. I want to go uh, wrestler, and I'll, I'll match okay. him to a lost character. I love that. Uh, first one up, Kevin Owens. This is the one that inspired the entire thread. I think it's the perfect match. Kevin, the most perfect match. Kevin Owens. Ooh, and I also gave like reasoning. Do you want reasoning to? Sure, I would love the reasoning for it. Uh, both of these characters, they're both great talkers, and they're both duplicitous as all get out. Is it him as Sawyer? 
It's not Sawyer. I can't wait to get to Sawyer's. It's very obvious once I. Uh, I once we get my there. guess right now is that it's Roman Reigns. Oh, <laughs> fair. No. Uh, well, you know, we, we'll get to Roman Reigns. Okay, later. great talker. Duplicity. Is it Ben? It's Ben Linus. Interesting. You got it. Uh, who do you think John Cena would play? John Cena's gonna be Jack, I'm assuming. Yep. This one I'm gonna give you the lost character because I think it's funnier that way. Okay. Who do you think John Locke would be played by? Oh man. Um. I'll I'll give you a hint. Uh, both of these people are all about having faith. About having faith. Is it the Undertaker? Uh, it's not the Undertaker. <laughs> uh, is it Shawn Michaels? No, remember um, how, like, John Locke, he really believes in the island. Is it Triple H? No, and uh, this wrestler, he really believes oh, in himself. Oh, is it himself. Bo Dallas? <laughs> of course it's Bo Man, Dallas. this is uh, some interesting casting choices that you're making here. Think about giving me just one more try. Think about giving me just one I will get off this island. <laughs>